All right. So we're here with uh, another interesting entrepreneur, uh, Boaz Zilberman from Project Ray. How are you doing, Boaz? Very good. Very good. Oh. So uh, so this is a, a, um, a different type of an, uh, entrepreneur that we've had on before because this is your first day in your new life in the United States, I guess you could say, right? Exactly. <laughs> Coming from Israel and basically moving uh, an existing business that we have in Israel and trying to uh, push it in the U.S. market. Very cool. So uh, Upward Hartford is going to be his kind of home base here in Connecticut because you have a company called Project Ray. Tell us a little bit about it. Project Ray uh, is a, a company that provides accessibility tools for blind people, visually impaired and elderly. Uh, and the idea is to enable them to use smartphone effectively and gain the benefit of digital connectivity. Okay. So um, so you, you walked in here, you didn't have a, a, a stick or anything, so I assume you're not blind. So how did you get into this? Like usually you're trying to solve a problem that you may have, you know, a, a, an actual need for, but... Uh, actually, it's a long story, starting from my previous uh, startup company in the voice over IP market. We used to work with Nokia, and they basically pushed us to provide a version for visually impaired people. And from that time, I know the, uh, the, the community in Israel. And my partners also have some association with it. So it, start, it started as a pro bono work for the community in Israel and happen to uh, evolve into a full-blown startup. All right, nice, nice. So it's, it's a phone. So is, is that what it is? Or? It's an application riding on top of a phone. We completely convert the graphical user interface into something textual-based, very easy, and very common in uh, interface across all system. And it makes blind people and especially elderly people that are, have cognitive uh, incapabilities to work with the technology to effectively use the smartphones. Okay, okay, that's interesting. So what, uh, what prompted you to come to the, to the US? Uh, we, uh, in Israel, we managed to uh, sign a, a contract with the Israeli mobile carriers that actually uh, they get the product from us and give it away for free for visually impaired people. It basically was a milestone in our history, nice. achieving this kind of support yeah. for mm -hmm. mobile carriers. And when it's happened, uh, we understood that we have a product that is fit and capable and uh, can actually move into international markets. And this was the reason that at the beginning of the year, we decided that US is a, a, is a market for us. And we shopped around. I uh, came to find Upward Artford, and uh, it's just in the middle of the corridor, most important <laughs> corridor yep, for yep, blind people. Exactly. You yep. know, that, that's and actually really US. interesting that you mentioned that because that's kind of uh, you know what we've been kind of you know seeing Connecticut as as a, a, a connector between these two huge markets, you know, and uh, in New York and Boston. And it's also just interesting that you know this is a technology that. You know, baby boomers are huge right now. There's a lot of them, and a lot of them can't see very well. And uh, so it's, I see where you're coming at this. <laughs> That's right. And again, it's, I, I have to say it's inexpensive, relatively uh, uh, convenient between Boston, New York. Uh, the community of blind can go into Baltimore and Washington, D.C. to the extreme. But basically, this is uh, one of the most important areas uh, that provide services for the blind in the U.S., and it was a wise choice for an Israeli company yeah. establishing its base and hub mm -hmm. in the U.S. Nice, nice. So how many, how many uh, uh, people would you say are using it in, in Israel right now? 
uh, uh, I will start with the absolute number, it's 4,000, okay. which seems like a small number, but it actually represents 20% of the community of the legally blind people in Israel. So 20% penetration in the last uh, 18 months is relatively a good one. Again, the market, fortunately for all of us, the market is uh, limited. In the US, we are talking about 6 million people. Mm -hmm. Some of them do have uh, various degrees of uh, vision, uh, but this is a potential market. Uh, and what we are very happy is that for those people, we really create a huge change. Yeah, so it's 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 not an incremental change. It's a it's a big change in their life, right? It's really, day and night. Mm -hmm. uh, you can communicate. You, you can, you, the lines of communication are open all of a sudden. It communicate. You can actually know where you are because of GPS capability. Uh, it's connectivity into a, a audiobook libraries, a social messaging. This is huge. In the U.S., it's lesser, but in Israel, social messaging, WhatsApp actually replace SMS and become more huh. bigger than telephony and yep. uh, everything together. I'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but really, this is uh, the, the center of social activity uh, for the Israeli community, and this really make a change. And one other capability that we have is remote assistance. So oh. practically speaking, no matter where, you, where the blind person is, people can, over the web, look through the camera and provide real-time help so they never lost. This is crucial. Yeah, and that goes into the aging in place and kind of helping people to stay in their homes, like you know, when they get older and so forth. And so. Uh, exactly. And be, basically, uh, uh, getting the confidence that they, when they move out of their home, and unfortunately, most of them sit on the couch in front of the TV and listening to it all day long, but this actually gives a little bit of extra freedom and a sense of security when they move out uh, to the public places. So you have a business model and you are importing that to the U.S. and I'm sure you'll make some adjustments for the U.S. but you have right. an idea of how to, how to move forward. Um, what are your plans for the business in the next few months? You're going to establish it here. You plan to you know, create some employees, and how are you going to launch the product in the U.S.? So uh, the first uh, thing that we are doing right now is practically creating the brand that is suitable for the U.S. market. In Israel, the brand was granted for us because it's a small community and people know us and we know people, so it was easier. Here you have to create a brand, marketing, and so on. Uh, and following that, to start to work with both the organization for the blind, social uh, 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 groups that work with the community mm -hmm. to create an awareness. And one of our goal is, again, to convince mobile carriers, it's tough, it's difficult, uh, basically to do the same thing that uh, the Israeli carriers are doing, mm -hmm. because we believe that this is the crucial element. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like cause marketing, right? Because if they're if, if these carriers are are able to you know provide this service for those individuals, I mean, obviously they're going to be able to use their phone more and so forth. And it's like you're just enabling their customers to be able to use their service. Exactly. I mean, if I'm looking at a competition in a way, the real competition that we have is the do nothing approach. <laughs> People right. a, 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 a tendency to keep with the old and familiar, to keep up with the using, continue using their own phone or the feature phone. And even up until now, we see that people don't 
don't believe that they can use smartphone. Mm -hmm. Who are your investors? A, we are coming from Israel, so it's a little bit, the environment there is small. A, a, the, 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 a, we started with Israel chief scientist, which actually help companies and uh, build up, uh, and once you have the right technology, uh, they help us. We also got a very important uh, donation from Qualcomm. Uh, they have a do-good uh, uh, program, wireless reach, mm -hmm. and we have been lucky to, to find them, and they have been lucky to find us, and there is, this is a love story that's going on for the last uh, three years. And we also got a, 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 a in-kind favor from Microsoft, Google, and a, a, the founders and three other leading uh, angel investors in Israel uh, invest in the company. Do you look to attract more investment in the U.S.? Uh, yes. Uh, from, uh, for us, the U.S. is a new market. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the investment done in Israel was for the technology development and for the uh, community in Israel. Now, uh, in the U.S., we have to find uh, resources, and this is really the beginning. You mentioned beginning of a new life. Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of a new life. And for us, it's a completely new a market and new ecosystem that we have to understand and to conquer. Nice. So, uh, so you're you you know you told us that you're a serial entrepreneur. You've been around for a while, and um, and so you know you're coming to the the Connecticut startup scene. You know this podcast is really trying to give people who are on you know that are part of the startup kind of practical advice on how to how to um, move move their business along, get investment, and so forth. So. Do you got any like you know practical tips of advice for entrepreneurs and other people kind of uh, on the journey as as we are? Uh, personally, uh, this is my fourth startup. One of them was sold; the other three were uh, dissolved. Perfect. <laughs> uh, it's all right. <laughs> so, so, you, so, you, so you, yeah, so you have good you know the good and the bad, right? right. And uh, in my life, I uh, was one of the early employee in two other big startup uh, companies, all of them, by the way, in the voice over IP market. Okay. I started it in 1994 when it oh. all began. Okay. Uh, personally, I uh, developed a prototype and then I look for money. <laughs> this is my, uh, yes. this yep, is yep. my history. Eric, take that. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you just have to know what people are uh, uh, in this market, in this field, and the uh, networking is extremely important yes. because uh, one, one successor, one failure lead to the next one. And uh, this is the history. And the advice for me is go to that kind of event, networking event all time, and uh, knock on the door. And uh, with something in end, look for resources because to build a startup, you need a lot of resources. Yeah. So if you if you're not just if you're not selling product, and you need to move the company forward, find that money, make it happen. Well, you also on you know you you captured a unicorn in that you attracted foundation 
it sounds like you attracted foundation money from huge corporations. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, not many people can just name drop Google, Microsoft, Qualcomm. Uh, you know, so <laughs> I know I was get, sitting over here like, oh, okay, neat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were able to approach them in any organized way, or how did how did you first make the connections? Uh, this will become a very long story. Oh, I see. Uh, Maybe yes. for some other time. <laughs> we'll have to have you back on. Obviously, because like. I know everyone wants to know this story. Right. But you know the benefit part of the benefit of being in Israel is that there is a very established ecosystem for startup and it's small community so people know to one other I can tell you for example that our Qualcomm fund came because in my previous company we worked with Qualcomm I went to them to ask for technical advice how to use better use sensor in smartphone for visually impaired people and they introduced me to the wireless reach program. And right, yeah. so the fifth time is the charm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an old thing, ask for advice, get money, ask for right. money, get advice, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we'll have to get you back on to uh, to hear a little bit more about that and kind of uh, your progression with, uh, you know, coming to your new home in, uh, in, in the U.S. So. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, welcome, and, uh, you know, we uh, look forward to hearing more about uh, what you're doing. Okay. I appreciate the time and the opportunity and looking forward for the next opportunity. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.